Well, good morning, everyone. I'm so glad you're here with us. It was a lot of fun talking about Christmas memories and going through some trivia, and maybe you were able to answer some of those questions yourself. I will tell you, I'm not a Grinch. I just wish I had other ways to accomplish all of the Christmas chores. I think, ultimately, I just like efficiency uh, a little more than I do all the other things. Well, today we're finishing up our series, Thrill of Hope. Come on, don't you love that song? I hope you were able to sing it at some point over the Christmas season. And today's title is The Soul Felt Its Worth. I love some of the lyrics that we've talked through all month long as we've walked through this series, The Thrill of Hope. As you know, that comes from the song, O Holy Night. And we talked about all month long the different uh, aspects of just the Christmas story and what it means for us and our life here today. One of the things I love about reading the Christmas story every year is it always, for years, I've been following Jesus since I was 13, and that story has instantly, always, every year, it reveals something new uh, about the Father to me, about the love of God to me, uh, about my own life and my own faith journey, how I've grown over the years and some things that need to shift and change in my own life. And today, I want to talk to you about what it means when the soul finally feels its worth. I know we're a day after Christmas. Friday night was incredible. We've enjoyed the Christmas holidays with our own family together. But today is starting something different. We're looking forward into what's next. I don't know if you're like me. I tend to be the guy. We're all, there's two types of people, I think, in the world. Um, some of us are already taking down Christmas. That's not me because my wife isn't that way. It would be me if it was just me. Uh, Danielle would love to keep Christmas up uh, well into the new year. So we compromise and we wait a few days to begin to take down all the Christmas decorations and get everything back to normal. Because I love, it's just my personality, but moving forward and looking to what's next. Okay, this is done. We've moved on from that. What's next? And did you know that even after, in, in the Christmas story, after Christmas, there's still a story placed traditionally within the Christmas story. And it's the story of the wise men. The story of the wise men. Many of us have grown up in church. I don't know if you did, but I did when I was a child. I was always a shepherd or a wise man. That's what I was. I never got any other role growing up in the Christmas cantatas or the Christmas um, pageants. That's what I did. and uh, We all grew up with the Christmas story being presented. And there were the shepherds, and there was Mary and Joseph, and there were the animals, and always the wise men were right there. But history actually tells us that the wise men came at a later time. If you read the story in Matthew chapter 2, um, you can begin to read a part of the Christmas account of the wise men coming and seeking Jesus. And the story goes that they saw a star rise uh, in the east, and they began to follow the star. And we know because of uh, scripture and, and the harmoni when you harmonize the Gospels together, meaning when you read the Christmas story in Luke and then when you read the Christmas story in Matthew and you begin to put those things together and put the pieces together of the Christmas story, that the wise men weren't actually there when Jesus was born. Actually, it was the birth of Jesus that changed the trajectory of all three of their lives. The Bible tells us that they began to see 
the star and they stopped everything and they began to follow the star to find what they had read about in prophecy and what they had heard about years before. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray and I want to share with you just a couple of things, three things that I think Christmas does for all of us. After Christmas, the Christmas story continues in all of our lives. It doesn't have to go away with the Christmas ornaments. As a matter of fact, I would say it shouldn't go away with the Christmas tree. And it shouldn't go away when we box everything up and we put everything away and we begin to look forward into the new year. I would say as we begin to look forward into the new year and as we begin to look forward into what's next for our families, for our lives, for our church that maybe we could carry the Christmas story with us and maybe that would make all the difference in 2022 and the rest of our lives together. So let's pray and we'll dive in. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word today. God, I'm thankful for this Christmas season that we've been able to share together. As we've looked forward in this Advent season, as we come to the end of it, God, we've looked forward to celebrating the birth of Christ. We've been able to do that together as a family and as a church and as believers. And God, as we look forward to your second coming, Jesus, you're coming back again. And we, we look forward to that. But God, even before then, we look forward into all of the things that you're leading us into, into this coming year. And Father, I pray that because of your word, you inspire us to live our life on purpose. And God, this year becomes the greatest year in our lives because of Jesus. You'll get all the credit for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Number one, you need to write this down if you're taking notes, that Christmas brings, it reveals my purpose. Christmas always reveals our purpose if we allow it to. I love it in Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 and 2. It says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came from Jerusalem saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Now, history tells us that these three wise men were astrologers. They were well-respected and feared for their skill. When Jesus was born and they learned of the prophecy that he, had been, that he was to be the new king of the Jews, it completely changed the course of their lives. They had read about it in documents hundreds of years old. If you remember, a few weeks ago, we talked about the difference, the distance between the prophecy of Jesus and the actual birth of Jesus. Some 600 years had passed. So they were reading in documents, hundreds of years old, things that were to come to pass. And they began to see it right as they lived and breathed. And they saw the star and it reminded them of the prophecy. And they dropped everything and went on what many theologians and many historians believe to be a two-year journey to find Jesus. It wasn't just a skip across town. It wasn't as easy as the shepherds had it when they were out in the field not far away from Jesus being born. The night that Christ was born, the star rose in the sky and they began a journey. Their purpose was changed. Who knows what their lives looked like prior to that moment? Who knows what their purpose was, what they were living for, or the things that they were focused on up until that moment? What we do know is when they began to see, it says, we saw the star, and when it rose, we've come to worship him. They stopped what they were doing. They packed up their belongings. Most people would say that they had a huge caravan of people with them, with all of the things and the gifts that they were bringing to come worship what they now knew as as the newborn king. It shifted 
their purpose. We've said this before at Cultivate that the two most important days of your life are the day that you're born and the day you find out why. As we approach the new year, I know many of you are already evaluating 2021 and making mental notes of what needs to shift or change in 2022. Many of us have already determined our resolutions, haven't we? Come on, I would say that we need to drop all of that and resolve that we're going to search for Jesus in 2022. That we're going to search for Jesus today moving forward. Look for Jesus in every aspect of our lives. Come on, I'm going to look for him in my marriage. I'm going to look for him in our relationships, in our friendships, in my finances, in my career. I'm going to stop pursuing my own preconceived ideas. And I'm going to search out God's purpose for my life. I met Jesus personally when I was 13 years old, and it changed the trajectory of my life completely. Who knows where I would be today or what I'd be doing if it weren't for discovering Jesus. Cultivate Church 10 in just a few weeks. 10 years, church. 10 years old. We've seen 10 years of life change. We've seen thousands of people come to know Jesus, whose purpose changed the moment they intentionally met Jesus, or rather should I say that Jesus found them. Jesus changes everything. He did it for the wise men, and it does it for us as well. I know over the last uh, the years of following Jesus in my own life that he has completely given me and, and uh, shown me a complete purpose in my life that otherwise I don't know I would have had. And I can share with you just a couple of ways. How do I begin to search that out? How do I begin to find my purpose? I would say that maybe in the coming days and weeks and months, you need to commit to pray more. Commit to pray. Find, it, find simple ways to spend more time with Jesus. You need to commit to his word this year. Go ahead and maybe today, go ahead and start a one-year Bible reading program. You can do it on the YouVersion app. There's plenty of free versions out there. Go ahead and begin that now. And it's a discipline but before it ever becomes a habit. And I'm telling you, God will change your life. He'll, he'll shift the trajectory of your life through his word, through his presence and prayer. Commit to his house. Go ahead and commit to yourself that this year, when we're not going to seek out our own purpose, this is going to be the year of purpose, the year of God's purpose for my life, the season of God's purpose for my life. I'm going to seek him more than ever. Jesus, Christmas should shift your focus. It shouldn't stop and then be picked back up every Christmas season. Come on, don't stop. Don't, don't just celebrate Christmas a couple of months out of the year. Let's take what Jesus did for God so loved the world that he sent us Jesus unto us is born a Messiah, a Savior, and let's carry his purpose with us through the rest of this next, this year and moving forward. Come on, Jesus, Christmas reveals our purpose. Another thing I'll share with you is, is it reveals the value of who Jesus is in our lives. It reveals his value. It says it in Luke in Matthew chapter 2, verse 10. It says, When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And I love this. It says, They fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
I can often imagine, I, I think, I try to put myself in the shoes of these men. Well-respected, feared men of their day had incredible entourages following them. And this wasn't a small caravan that had moseyed into the city that day. Everyone knew that these were important people. I would venture to say that it had probably been decades before any of these three wise men had bowed a knee to anyone on earth. They were well-respected. They were used to others bowing down to them. And something that they saw when they entered into this house of a toddler at this point, Jesus was probably roughly about two years old, caused them to be in awe, caused them to forget their own dignity, their own pride, their own arrogance, and they bowed down and worshipped a toddler. And then they brought their chest and they opened these treasure chests in this small little town and gave it to Jesus. Something showed them value. Who knows what Jesus may have been doing? Who knows what may have been going on? It had to be something pretty miraculous. He wasn't just sitting in the house. He wasn't just hanging out. There was something that caused them to bow down and to worship them. They knew that whatever was under that star was good. I'm willing to bet that they'd never dreamed that they would have actually found what they found. Here's what I've learned. The more you get to know him, the more you'll value who he is. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. The closer I've gotten to Jesus in my life, the more willing I've been able, I've, the more willing I've been to give up everything for him. He's worth your best gift. He's worth your career. He's worth your life. Come on, he's worth investing your family into. He's worth giving up the things of the world so that you can focus on him and his house and his people and the local church. It's his plan A. Jesus is worth. He's, he's valuable and Christmas reveals the value that he, how valuable he actually is. Jesus is worth everything I would give up for him. In these coming months, in these coming year, I would say, as I reevaluate my own life, 2021, come on, how much of my life did I live for myself? That's become the popular thing to do in the last 24 months. How much have I focused and went inward? And how much of that do I need to lay down for the cause of Christ? The more I know him, the more valuable he becomes. And the last thing I'll share with you, this morning from the wise men's story is Christmas gives us direction. It always gives us direction. Always. And it does. Even after Jesus was born. Two years old, they come, they worship him. Their purpose completely shifted and changed. What does it show? It says in Matthew chapter 2, verse 12, it says that being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. All of the sudden, they're no longer looking to the stars for direction. They're astrologers. They're no longer looking to the elements for direction. They're gaining their direction from the Father because they've met His Son and they knew it was real and He was worth everything that they would give. And now they're getting their direction from Him. If you'll let Him, God will give you direction in 2022. If you'll let Him, He'll blow your mind with things that He would accomplish through you and in you that you never dreamed possible. If you'll allow him, he'll change your world. I remember times in my own life 
where the Lord revealed and shifted and made possible, gave me direction that I didn't know was going to be the right direction. But somehow, someway, it ended always better in the latter than I ever thought it would be on the front end. We'll allow Him. He will give us direction moving forward. Come on, maybe you're here today and you need direction from the Father. Maybe you're here today, you need direction from the Lord. Maybe you're here today and you need to know your purpose. You've tuned in, you've gone through this whole Christmas season. Maybe you're tuned in in a small group or you're tuned in with your family uh, today, this Sunday morning, the day after Christmas. And you've been struggling with your own purpose and you've been struggling with your own life. Today, I could lead you into a brand new relationship with Jesus and it would make all the difference. You would simply say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Man, I'm so sorry that I've been doing it in my own strength, in my own preconceived ideas, in my own ability. But that hasn't been working. And today I'm asking that you begin to reveal my purpose, that you give me direction, that I begin to understand who Jesus really is. I know that that can only happen as Him as my Savior. So I'm beginning today to discover the value of who Jesus really is for me. Jesus, you so loved the world that you gave your only son that I could be redeemed, that I could be purchased, my freedom, my salvation could be redeemed back to the Father. So Jesus, I accept you as my Savior. And from this day forward, I'm going to follow you as my Lord. I'm going to see my purpose and I'm going to live it out from this day forward. Thank you, Father, for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen.